Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Hey, one of the things I want to tell everybody is this is also a live call-in show. And so 1-800-930-2819, because this is where you can get some readings, get some angelic magic, crystal magic, and we're going to we're going to do this as we roll. So what do I mean by that? It's like, okay, like Catherine, Catherine Hudson, my very special guest, I invited back today. We tap into the energy of the moment. And for all of you out there right now, if you're anything like me and you're wondering, what the heck is going on these days? We want to get you some help. So when you call in, we're going to be able to tap into whatever you might need. And we're going to do a little bit of healing for Chris Rock and Will Smith today. But before we get into that, I want to just tell you a little bit about my very special guest. And it's so great to have her back. You know, when you think about what people do in the world and you take a look at their gifts, right? And you look at, you look at Catherine, right? And in, in she and I, both corporate jobs, she was a Wall Street banker. Hello. Um, how the bleep did we get here? Mm. And how is it we're supposed to be able to help the rest of you understand that it doesn't matter where you are, doesn't matter what you're in. It doesn't matter if you're me looking down, down a dark alley thinking, do I really want to walk down there because it's shorter and I'll be late for my mm. bed at the Y. Um, or you're having a great life and you want a promotion. Today, this is what we're going to do. See this? Discover your crystal family working with stones and their weight angelic messages. But before we get rolling with that, this two Bronx native chicks here. Ah. Catherine, it's great to have you. Did you see the Oscars last night? Oh, I, I didn't see it live, but I saw it on the replay. At least I saw that moment. And I'm not ah. sure if it was if it was blacked out in the States or bleeped out, but that well, has been all over the news. And you know what? It's unfortunate because, may I? Yes. It is really unfortunate because what happened last night was outside of that event, mm. we had a number of firsts. And I want to talk about this for a minute before we get down and dirty on this, right? Because we need to do some angelic shifting and crystals. And I'm actually sitting in a different room. I've never done a show from this room before, but I decided to do this from this room before. This is my sanctuary. I have a sanctuary. This is like my little space. And believe it or not, in this little room, I've created spirituality and exercise. I'm not going to show you the other side of the room, which is that part. 
<laughs> but what happens in the world, and this is so pivotal for what we're doing today, is we focus on the incidents of craziness. Like, I just want to say, uh, Mark and I did a show uh, with one of the parliamentary members of the Ukraine two weeks ago. Beautiful. He is now has a gun and he is fighting for his life. And when you tune in, that's why we're going to do some crystal work today and angelic messaging with you today. Great. When you read the headlines that Mr. Zelensky has to come to the table and yield, has to come to the table and negotiate for his own land and country, there's something off for me. There's something off for allowing incidences like that to go without consequences and yet we're trying to raise children and grandchildren to understand the consequences of their their acts you know my friend works in washington dc i have a friend works in dc and i was talking with uh, her several weeks ago and i asked her how how's it going And she says, the public will only get a small portion of what happened at the Capitol that day, unless the public demands that they hear it all. And we don't want to. Like you and me, we thought that moment at the Oscars was a joke. Two guys joking around like a joke. (laughs) But let me ask you this, Catherine, because... Part of what happens with that is it takes away from all of the firsts, all of the moments, all of the moments with an actor from the movie Coda winning an Oscar. And, 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 and if you've watched the acceptance speech, you're crying. But let's talk about how one incident, one, can overshadow great work. I mean, honestly, nobody's talking about Jessica Chastain, who did a portrayal of Tammy Faye that you would make you just drop your teeth and your drawers at the same time. That's right. Let's talk about what we can bring in today to help people rise up. Yeah. And then somebody got to go to therapy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, maybe we all do. <laughs> well, uh, I've already, that ship has already sailed for me. <laughs> but thank you and welcome to the show. I, I wanted you to comment on yeah. the power of the work that you do. I mean, you and I, two girls from the Bronx, highly unlikely that we're sitting here talking about crystals and whatnot. But That's that right. moment last night, I had a few Bronx moments like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and the second time that Will Smith, who I normally would have imagined to be quite the gentleman, at least as he would present himself in public, when he screamed the second time, that's when I knew it was for real and it was something more, uh, something deeper, something more uh, innate, savage, and uh, this this expression of outrage yeah. coming from a place and maybe not 
exactly in balance with the, the occurrence, although the occurrence was incorrect also. I'm with you entirely with regard to the fact that that is what everybody here in Europe anyway is talking about today. And there were so many firsts. Yeah. And there was the female director, two female directors, two years in a row. And it was the second time this one has won an Oscar. There was that performance and Tammy Faye. I mean, to be, I was so surprised to have been so moved. So there were these stellar moments, but they've been overshadowed. And I cannot help but draw the parallel to what's happening in individual lives of the people that I'm seeing uh, in sessions and in classes and what we're seeing globally as humanity is stretching towards light, darkness is reacting and distracting. Yeah. So turning yeah. us away from, and so we're being pulled down effectively. And of course, you know, the media plays into this because it's, it's that lower energy that's going to uh, sell uh, advertisement, et cetera, et cetera. But, but aren't we all a little bit horror struck? I mean, I saw it too. And normally I would not have seen that moment. So you know, when we I see these negative things happen yeah, that yeah. are distracting us from the beautiful and the pure and the light. Um, it's the macrocosm, it's the microcosm of the macrocosm, and it's going on everywhere, and we can probably, everybody here, look and see examples of it in our own lives. Oh. My God, you said the whole thing, and that's why we're doing the show today on healing. Uh, mm -hmm. We're taking calls, 1-800-930-2819. You know, I have to tell you, you know, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know, I don't know if it's something about the Bronx. I mean, Ellen Smith is called, uh, Ellen Smith, uh, excuse me, Ellen Stewart uh, does a fabulous show. She's a recovery coach. And, but there's something that's groomed us. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't places like that. I don't know what it is about that part of the country or about that particular borough, right? Um, Definitely a borough that has created the home of hip hop. So many things, right? But I'll tell you what I want to talk with you about. I want to talk about moments from last night and from the world. My friends say to me, you know, Pat, it's interesting to hear you sometimes. You are such an advocate for peace. But when you get fired up, <laughs> there are no compromises. And I said, you know, there are things in life that are not just. And yet, when you see them, we don't know what to do with them. That's why addiction is on the rise. That's why alcoholism is on the rise. That's why eating ourselves, you know, green are, is on the rise. That's where violence is on the rise. And what we have to do is discover healing power. And let's talk about that from your work. Tell me a little bit and tell all of us about how you've been able to help people step into the healing power of both crystals and these angelic messages, if you could. Oh, oh absolutely. And thank you for the question. Pat. It's, it's, it's so, such a grounding question to start at the beginning. And of course, Growing up in the Bronx, and I was there, 70s, 80s, drugs, alcohol, I'm Irish on top of it. So there was a fair amount of pubs in the neighborhood. 
when one is sensitive, uh, sometimes self-anesthesia without even knowing you're doing it sometimes is uh, an option that becomes attractive. And it's absolutely what you're talking about in terms of eating and drinking and smoking and, and all of the too muches, these addictions that can help us to feel less the extremity of the situations that are around us. So, so that was the beginning of my path as well. And it was coming through and out of that path into something else, uh, into myself, really, which has been just such a great blessing. And I'm so grateful. I feel like when you pass through a jungle, you, you do two things. One, you leave a path behind you. So energetically, it's easier for others to pass through that jungle. And the second thing is, well, who is better able to accompany someone through a jungle than uh, one who's already been through it? You know, you don't want somebody who's just read about a jungle. So um, I'm really fortunate to be able to work with people. And it's, it's not just people who have recognized addictions, but the addiction to hiding from yourself, the addiction to wearing masks, the addiction to people pleasing, the great fear that accompanies actually daring your own voice. And I think that's the gift of the Bronx. Daring your own voice and calling it as it is, is absolutely, I mean, it's why when I do my Instagram messages every day, I, I still call myself Bronx Chicken Paris. Yeah. Because it's, it's something that I, I attribute to where I grew up with and the people I grew up with and being in that atmosphere, you know. And, you know, everybody is showing up and trying to deal with things in their own way. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting to watch. Um, one of my favorite up and coming, forget about up and coming. I mean, I just want to take a moment that to step back for a minute. And let's just reflect on what you said. You know, I used to get teased a lot every time I said, people would say, where are you from? I would never say the Bronx. Mm. I would say New York. Because the minute you say the Bronx, of course, especially before the hip hop, right? Before, well, okay, right. where was hip hop born? Okay, where was rap born? Okay, that could be debated between Compton and, you know, it could be debated. But I used to not tell people because it had a stigma. Oh, absolutely. Right. You don't hear, you don't hear people talk about gangsters from Queens, just saying, no. uh, or Staten Island. Yeah. Right. Uh, but here's what we know. Look at the power of one act. There's a takeaway from here that's got to help us heal. Yeah. And the question that comes up is, how do we do it? I know for me, last night, I just blew it off. I just thought those are two comedian type guys really did. And I just thought, okay, that's just like a skit because the Oscars are full of that. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And when coda apple 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 like okay whoever thought oscars apple see this is a whole new world okay <laughs> really oscars really netflix but you see what the amazing firsts that are happening everywhere mm -hmm. and i just want us to be able to really 
look at things for what they are, learn from them, and certainly not have our children or even us as adults point to Will Smith and say, he did it, I can do it. But yet, we've got to have a pathway to guide us. And that's what I, I want to talk to you about this, because we have to put proactive tools in place. Isn't that what you've done? Isn't that what you do every yeah. day of your life? I mean, you work with people. And let's talk about that event. I thought about this last night. And I thought if I were to ask Catherine about this, I wonder what would be the form and color she would give me for that one incident. Because I got to tell you, watching Lady Gaga help Liza Minnelli. Now, for a lot of people, they don't know who she is. Maybe they're, you know, you don't understand the power of that woman. Yeah. That yeah. precious moment. So is it safe to say that the behavior of some folks in that just global broadcast may be looked at as such beautiful moments. I mean, everything from the song, you know, the song that, that won the Oscars, right? I mean, everything from those two young artists that just beautifully stood there and accepted their Oscar for what would be Daniel Craig's last movie. And, and how about the, the uh, op-ed that uh, Timothy Chalamet wrote today? kind of in laughter and fun because mm. Dune cleaned up everything but could not get an actor nod or a movie nod. Yeah. And yet we need to clear the energy that says violence is okay. I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's me doing it. That's right. I can't tell you how many amends I had to make for my childhood. Just saying. <laughs> right? Just, Sounds about right? Just saying. Yeah. Let's talk about how we heal this from your perspective, because this is where we got to go now. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's the there's the action that we saw that everyone witnessed. And we saw somebody who's held in great respect to globally um, misbehave big scale. Actually, the joke wasn't wasn't such in good taste, but Chris Rock comics in general, good taste, maybe not their forte, the violence, either verbal or physical never correct. But the fact that that is where all of our attention is being drawn. And then the takeaway from that, there is this beauty and the beauty is marred by the act of violence. So there's humanity looking, if we can look at it on a vast scale, humanity, here's an event of inspiration, calling forth the creative, calling forth the awe, calling forth the love, you know, uh, Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli this moment. And then there's one action that smashes it. So yeah. it, it, it's, I see it every single day in the mm -hmm. lives of people that I work with. And just in, you know, if you turn on any sort of a news outlet for two minutes, you see it, people stretching to the light and it being refused. Um, the Ukraine, Zelensky, what a, who knew this great man in his sweatshirts? I got, I, you gotta love it. You know? Facing the, the master, you, he's, he's becoming almost a, a stereotype now. So as humanity is stretching towards our light, darkness is doing everything in its power to distract us and dissuade us and help us 
um, yeah, make us miss the boat, miss the point, miss the inspiration and the elevation. So for me, the way forward, and this is what I, I can only speak for myself, of course, and then this is what, of course, what I would share with people that come to me. I use the practices that ground me and that ground me in a frequency of love, that ground me and help me to say, even to people that, oh, la, 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 in the past, they would have pissed me off and got it good. Okay, I know where you're coming from. I know that there is a place of hurt that's making this come out of your mouth. So I'm not gonna take it from me. I'm really sorry that you're, you're experiencing that much pain that this is you know, being spat at me. In the past, it would have been like, who the f Right, so the well, but you know, here's what has so, to happen every day. Here's what's so typical about it. And I did, we've been doing a number of shows with people of the parliament uh, of Ukraine and we've been trying that's to get the great. women. And what we're noticing is in that country, there are parliamentary women and men, and they made great strides in equality. And it was very healing for them because of 2014. And everybody picked up arms and powerful women and powerful men side by side. And it was so beautiful. And I remember, you know, I spent many years teaching and doing diversity training. I worked with sensitivity training. Okay, we did sensitivity training at a Columbia that was like, you know what that stuff was like, right? That's like yes. close to crazy town training. And I remember sitting in a workshop one day for about an hour and a half with the, 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 the guy's name was Harvey, you know, Lee Harvey. And he, would, he was a black man, sat up front in a wheelchair, wasn't very well, sat there, no expression on his face. And he would sit there for like an hour, an hour and a half. And then he would drop a line and it would be a Chris Rock line. And it would probably be about one of the Asian women sitting in the room. Then oh, he'd go pick on one of us other women sitting in the room. Mm -mm. You know, he would turn around to somebody and say something like, you know, you know, are, are, are you, are you queer? Right. Just out of left field. And yeah. so you don't see it happening, but he would, he would look at the women and inevitably <laughs> Within a short period of time, the first man in the room would stand up and try to defend her. The second man in the room would stand up and try to defend her. And he was teaching us. And I'll tell you, by the end of that first day, I, I was like calling my mama. I was like calling my partner. I was like calling my therapist. And I called my boss. And my boss says, if you walk out of there, you don't have a job. And I stayed. And I learned about myself. So much. Why didn't, why, look at how this, for me, you got to know who Jada Pinkett Smith is. You got to oh, yeah. know this woman. The whole world does. Yeah. If she would have wanted to say something to Chris Rock, she'd have got her body self up there in his face and said something. And her, her, they showed her reaction on the clip here. And her reaction was like rolling her eyes and like, give me a break, but not deigning to offer no. it any more energy than that. But when we come back from break, this is what I want to talk to you about. For those of you tuning in, this is what this is all about. You all can't see everything I got going on behind me. This is my sanctuary room. Um, it contains gifts that I've been giving. 
part of my indigenous training um, and culture. And it that's my self-portrait. I made her, she made herself. I have stones behind me. When we come back, we're going to talk about healing, purification, getting ready for a mega year. This is a mega year. Absolutely. I got my chart done the other day by Monty, and I haven't gotten the recording yet. But I cannot not remember the image of my chart and what he was saying. But we have got to have coping mechanisms. And when we come back, let's do it. Great. Can humor, question before break, can humor flip it? If you read um, Emily Flake's article in McSqueeny, the short monologue that, she, that Emily wrote, Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm Timothy Chalamet, uh, Chalamet. I'm Timothy Chalamet. And this was supposed to be my controversial Oscars night. And if you read that and you found some humor in it, mm-hmm. did it shift you? Yeah. Did him talking about the fact that he wore lace, that his moment was stolen, mm-hmm. not even to mention he wasn't even nominated. That's another story. But can we replace anger? Can we forgive? Let's take a short break, everybody. I'm not going to do this. Catherine's going to walk us through it. She's going to pick some stones. She's going to get some messages. We're going to rock it here. And we're going to clear the air. Stay tuned, everybody. Benny, we'll be right back. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you passionate about impacting social change? or working towards anti-racism as a society? Are you willing to deconstruct your innermost thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about racism? Then Inflection Point Podcast, Cultivating Change from the Inside Out is the show for you. Join Anita Russell, Mavis Bauman, and Gail Hunter in open, honest, and deliberate conversations every first and third Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. curious about who the Holy Spirit is or whether or not the Holy Spirit is real and even more so how to connect with an invisible God on a deeper level. Join me, Dr. Lisa Kohut, on Making the Holy Spirit Famous every second and fourth Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Central Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to begin that relationship, to begin to deepen your relationship with the Holy Spirit. To work with me, go to HolySpiritCoach.com. See you soon. So how do you value your self-worth? Join Dr. Pat and Sabrina Wright as they introduce Sabrina's holistic approach to self-care and inner peace. Get empowered to make decisions for yourself. Change your view of your own value and learn the tools for investing in who you're designed to be. 
Live the Good Life every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on The Dr. Pat Show featuring Sabrina Wright. To learn more, visit sabrinaiswright.com. Parenting isn't about perfection. I think we all know that. Parenting is about being present and honest, having compassion for your child and for yourself, communicating consciously and loving unconditionally. Tune into the Awakened Parent Project with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be an empowered parent through the techniques of the conscious parenting community. To learn more about Susan, visit SusanDolce.com. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so thrilled to have, you know, my friend and colleague joining me here today, Catherine Hudson, discover your crystal family working with stones and their angelic messages. Uh, Now, we're going to talk about healing and we're going to talk about her book because her book is different. But what's really important and what's really important is when we take a look at certain energies and healings, why do we pick certain things? You know, why is this in this room? You know, why is it I have more rock in this room? Mm -hmm. Um, I do have crystals in here. I have rock. I have seashells. But let's talk about how we heal this, Catherine. Before we do, how do people get a copy of the book and how do they find out about you? So um, the book is available on Amazon, easily accessible. I think it's still also in uh, some major bookstores, uh, some of the chains. Um, and so far as they exist. And my website's katherinehudson.fr because I'm based out of France. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I do daily messages from the angels. I do them in French, but I also do them in English. There's a minute of each. So if you hear me speaking French, don't worry, English is right behind it. But um, yeah, connecting with me uh, virtually at a distance is how I do sessions with most of the people in the States. I do come back. I was just there for three months uh, over the uh, winter months. Uh, but usually I find myself on the East Coast. That could change in the future. And that's, um, that's all that needs to be said about that. I'm findable. I'm very findable. I am super excited about the topic that you're bringing up. And um, would really rather talk about that than self-promotion, although I know that that's part of all of this game. The idea of being able to cut through the Will Smith moments of life and get through past it to the awe, to the beauty, to the um, inspiring and the uplifting is is really um, what working with crystals is all about, working with angels is all about. And it's not for the Hollywood version necessarily, although, yeah, it's really for our own personal lives. But the invitation is to recognize that what happens in our personal life is, is is sending energy out into the whole world. Nobody is small. Everyone is bigger than you think. And so whatever our emanation is, whatever our experience is on a day is going to have an impact, certainly and evidently uh, on the people that are around us, but even further out. I think COVID and uh, things like, of course, the situation in the Ukraine, even the fact that the, the cars in Paris last week were covered with sand from the Sahara Desert. So there are these events that happen that kind of are there to say, wake up human beings, yeah. you're all connected and nothing yeah. is isolated. Everything has this ripple effect. So being it able does. to purify and clear the energy around us, to ground us, to make us strong and stable. So when the world is rocking all around us, 
our boat isn't flipped over or you know that we have a we have an, a more pleasurable ride a peaceful experience and we become at peace in the world it, it seems to me that's what crystals are there for us for and i don't think that that's an accident and let's uh, let's talk about busting through some let's do a little crust crust busting at the moment and what excellent. i mean by that is we have so many stories as a matter of fact i just text somebody that had this story uh earlier this morning and healing is available to everyone and while there isn't a blueprint right it, it it's it's not like it's not like this, you have to put your, your, you have to put your elliptical machine together. And so therefore, you have to take out that 50 page book, and you really have to follow it and put the right nut and the right bolt together. See, and when it comes to healing, we tend to hesitate, because well, what if I pick a crystal that isn't the one that it's supposed to be? But let's just clear this. Let's just clear the record here. Oh, absolutely. The beauty of it is, and that elliptical machine story just has me cringing. Never, never. <laughs> like, no, go to a gym. Don't do it. <laughs> the beauty of crystals is the simplicity. Mm -hmm. And while one might walk into a crystal shop and ask a very well-meaning crystal shop worker or person, an expert, what stone is good for me, the stone that they will be attracted to might be helpful to you, but might not. Because our energy plays well with certain crystals and not others. Yeah. And the person in the store is going to pick the, sto the stone that they are attracted to. It's just as if, if you walk into a group, you don't know anyone in the room, there's going to be somebody that you're going to be attracted to and that you would rather say hello to, even if you're you know, somebody who's not very gregarious. And there might be some people, I don't really want to go over there. And there's actually no judgment in that. It's rather neutral. It's just energy. Our energy is interacting already from the moment we enter. And it's being, it's pulling us towards people in the same frequencies. And it is sending us, repulsing us from those experiences that are uh, probably disjuncted. So energy yeah. always takes its equilibrium. The beauty of it is going into a shop with a clear intention. I'd like a, a, a stone to help me with my Will Smith anger issues. And then you walk in open with that clear intention and allow yourself to be attracted. And maybe mm -hmm. it would be an obsidian, which is a <laughs> uh, um, uh, celeste. So the celestial eye obsidian, which is great for shadow work and also for grounding and healing. Maybe, Will Smith, maybe that would be the thing. Or perhaps it would be a situation, you know, I just had this guy come up and smack me on a stage. So I'm gonna walk into a crystal shop and I'm just gonna set my intention to find the crystal that will assuage the wounding that that dealt me. And I open my eyes and maybe I will see the form of a heart because the form also will speak to us. And this is also an obsidian, but with the silver sheen. Yeah. And so it's transforming the shadow into mm -hmm. light. So Chris Rock, can't have this one, but I'm sure you can find one. Effectively, the idea is to have so much more faith in ourselves because if not everybody's attracted to crystals, 
But if you are attracted to crystals, there's a reason for it. And there's, there's a crystal or crystals that are waiting for you. You may already have them in your house. People may have gifted to them to you already. The book mm -hmm. is called Discover Your Crystal Family because you've already maybe got relations. It might be in yeah. the form of jewelry or it might be in the form of a paperweight that you didn't really know what to do with them. And then suddenly one day, hey, wait a minute. What is this stone actually saying to me? How do I feel when I hold it? And so this is why I love your room, which has not just recognized crystals, which are crystals, semi-precious stones. I would say that all stones are precious. And all I stones, agree. All stones are carrying that energy of Mother Earth shells also. And so allowing ourselves, that's why I loved what you said. This room is uh, it's just full of shells and stones. I mean, honestly, if I went around the room, I mean, I, I don't know why I've done this. There's... And let's talk about proximity of things for a minute. Yeah. This morning I woke up. I wasn't really thinking about Will Smith. I mean, it was like a passing thought. I held on to the moments, you know, of some of the presentations. I was so thrilled that actors like Kristen Stewart were even recognized. I understand why she didn't get it because the movie that she was in Spencer was very difficult for people to watch that day in a life of right it was like not the movie that you want to go watch and feel like really great about because who wants to really understand right like right the last day of the princess dies life no nobody does but her portrayal was wonderful she was um and then despite Jane Champions Campion's faux pas at the last award ceremony honored again yeah. so many moments that women are being honored and being honored by both men and other women nobody tops Halle Berry's acceptance speech for the SAG awards but I woke up this morning and not until you just mentioned it maybe you can comment on this I realized I picked something here that has what I think is moonstone and citrine in it. And then my earrings are moonstone. And I had a citrine pair, but I didn't pick them. Mm. And I realized I sat in this room because I don't normally do the show from here. And I don't, because it was surrounding. And I had a friend of me say to me, you have so many crystals, and every time we ask you about them, you don't know anything about them. Mm. And this one in particular, and I don't know if I can hold it up. It's not quartz. I can't. What color is it? Is it it's, white? It's white. It's. Let me show you the profile. Right. Okay. And people think it's quartz. I don't know what it is, but yet I put on moonstone today. I'm a feeling kind of person. It's okay that I don't know 100% what Moonstone is, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that part of what we're talking about? We have to attract ourselves to the healing energies that intuitively are calling to us, right, Catherine? That, that's exactly right. It's the idea is, you know, man gave names to all the animals. It's a Dylan song. What we like to do is to, cat, to, to, to put 
labels on it and names on it and understand what it is. And then we and then we can put it aside because we've got that already in our pocket and we move on to, to put labels on something else. And the idea here is to really develop the capacity to have confidence in our ability to choose. I mean, what made for the very subtle choice to not opt for citrine at the earrings? And one felt right and the other did not. Exactly. The I idea both is in my it, okay, I have to analyze this now. <laughs> no. Our, our instruments, our bodies know exactly what we need. They know exactly what we need. And so my argument is that we should be open to the possibility of um, playing more and analyzing less and getting into the habit of sitting with a stone in silence and seeing how it makes us feel. Yeah, exactly. And noticing that if there are 10 stones in front of us, there's going to be one that we're going to want to pick up first. Mm. And like this morning, there's going to be, uh, no, I think, I think I'm going to go with the moonstone earrings, even though I've got both on the pendant. Yeah, It becomes subtle. And as we have more and more confidence in ourselves, we align with what's the natural wisdom of the body and then then the doors fly off the handles. Then we get, we're getting into where it's really a co-creation, where there's really a partnership in place. Yes. And, so, and yeah, no, I love it. And I want to talk to you about one in particular, because it is an energy that a lot of people are attracted to. There's a lot of energies. Obsidian, I fell in love with obsidian in a... Uh, Oh my God, what was the class? Geology class? I don't remember. It's so long ago. But if you walked into my office or even walked into my house, people love to give me amethyst. I have an amethyst geode and my archangel happens to be Uriel. So let's talk about how you have partnered up gemstones and angels, especially that pair, because I don't think there's a mistake in those two. But there are some people that may think, I never thought Uriel, I don't, I never thought like that dude would get amethyst. I thought that would go to like somebody else, a different archangel. Tell us about how, these pairings and why they're so powerful. Yeah. So um, the first thing that I just want to mention is that when I was working at a bank in Manhattan, a woman came into the bank right off 42nd Street across from Grand State. Grand Central Station. Yeah. And she came right up to me and handed me, I, I put my hand out to say, welcome to the bank. At first I was trying to dodge her. I didn't feel like working that day. I was a little hungover, but I extended my hand. Welcome to the bank. I'm Catherine Hudson. How may I help you? And she did not take my hand. And she said, no, I'm here to help you. And she put this amethyst crystal in my hand. Wow. Saying this will help you with your addictions. Wow. In my whole life, I was never shut up by anybody's comment ever. <laughs> but there I had nothing. The head was racing. And then finally, ding, she's trying to sell it to me. This is the best I could come up with. So I lift right. up my head to say, excuse me, ma'am, we're serious business here. She was already <laughs> at the door. So Amethyst, which is also my birthstone. Uh, came into my life in a rather dramatic way when I think the universe and my soul level was just, okay, we've given her enough time. Let's get the, the, the show on the road. 
And so the pairing with Uriel, the fire, the transformation, the, the burning away of that which no longer serves when the time is right. So permitting that kind of, um, not kind of, that alignment with the highest. So it's uh, the fire of God. It's like the phoenix rising. To me, the pairing was uh, evident. The reason that the book is proposing 15 crystals and 15 angels specifically is because I noticed one day that, oh, that's funny, organically, I was teaching about crystals and organically I had been just guided because I have a, a big amethyst geode in halves, Pierre and Sophie, that had kind of inspired I know, I know I'm out on the limb here, but it is what it is. So I had been inspired to uh, bring students in and give them 15 stones, basic, basic, huh? Stones to work with in personal healing and helping them on their path. And then I noticed, wow, isn't that funny? In my Take Action with the Angels workshop, inviting angels into your life, I also was inspired to use 15 archangels. The archangels carry a quality of source. Each archangel carries a quality of source and each stone carries a quality of source as expressed through the earth. So we've got earth and sky and different allies that can help us into the same experience or transformation. So for me, amethyst, which is calling us into alignment with the highest form of who we can be. But how do we get there? It burns away. It allows us to release that which pulls us wow. down. Wow. You know, to, to work with Uriel, who is the fire, the fire of transformation, it's just um, so, so, so clear. And yeah. so the, the book, I never write alone. I'm always guided when I write. And uh, <laughs> well, that makes some people who know me since I'm young, very uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, you, know, you know, she was a banker before. Now she's a whack job. No, I'm not a whack job. And I'm much happier than I ever was. But it isn't territory that's commonly tread. And whether it's angels or whether it's crystals or whether it's Reiki or whether it's dancing or singing, every single instrument will find its own way of tuning and grounding and healing and letting go of that which no longer serves. So, so my books are simply that. They're books. They're, everything that I teach is coming out in books eventually. They come out in front first. Um, but this is why Uriel naturally is aligned with amethyst. And I'm, I'm not surprised that you've got a bunch of amethysts around you. Well, and I wanted to have you talk about it because what you do in your book is you help really bring the energies together. The, whether that be of stone, whether that be uh, spirituality, angelic. Um, but it's also a great way for people to know how to address something specific in their lives. And I think that's really why I really wanted you to come back. Because whether it's looking at deepening meditations as you present in the book, and, you know, and thank you for so many pictures in the book. I think I thanked you last time about that. It's very, very odd these days to get a book that actually has color in it. Um, and and, and then, these are all my, these are all my stones. Yeah, I was just, I was just going to mention it's my that. my family. <laughs> and and you, you have a section in the book on a wand, 
how to use a wand. And yes, so important. Yeah. I'm doing a Zoom class on wands this Sunday coming up. Well, uh, tell us how to find classes. out about that and yeah. everything else. How did they join the Zoom class? Just, wow, that's powerful. Just on wands. Shoot me an email. It's contact at katherinehudson.fr. And the Zoom classes, I do them regularly on angels. I'm working with energy and I'm working with crystals. And um, yeah, it's going to be rock and roll. We're, we're going to be talking about transformation and fire. And we're going to be using the form of wands, any wand that you might have mm -hmm. at home. <laughs> oh my God, I got a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. we worked with geodes uh, a couple of weeks ago as we, were, as we were really reaching inward to healing and, mm -hmm. and, and getting into that inner energy. But um, yeah, I'm focusing on the different forms because it's the quality of the crystal, but also the form that it takes, which mm. is often, not always, but often what will draw us uh, to one stone and not another. Yeah. Well, I did a refresher on your book because I'm getting ready to come up on what has been proven to be in my life, one of the most powerful days of the year. I don't know why. It is a day that has demonstrated enormous opportunity and enormous pain. April 1st in 2004, I came down with the mystery disease. But April 1st has also some very special loving meaning. I don't know why this is my day or a day for me, but it requires a ritual. And you just presented a book and an opportunity for people to create the ritual for whatever they need it for, right? Yeah, it, it's really the point of the book. Although I do talk about some specific, uh, 44 of my favorites, um, although I love them all. Yeah, the book is really about how can how can I um, simply and easily enter it into into working with crystals at home. Uh, so you can try this at home, absolutely, and and step by step, but not too many steps. You know, this cultivating the capacity to be quiet enough to feel, because the only thing that's stopping people from feeling, if they're interested in crystals, they will feel them. And the only thing that stops us from feeling is this thing. But I don't feel anything. <laughs> So the book is really, um, it's about going into those beginning steps, cultivating the confidence in our instrument for um, being attracted to and be, being attracted by um, working with crystals and also deepening practices. So if you are doing crystal healing, there are some uh, simple but super effective and efficient uh, protocols in there. So it's really more a how-to book rather yes. than a what's it, what is it book.